What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to Game of Credits. This is going to be level six. Let's introduce the players. Player one, we got your boy, Starchild. What's up? What's up? Nice, nice, nice. You're not going to um, wait for the audience response like BP did last time? <laughs> no, not this time. Nice, uh, nice. And of course, of course, we got player two, BP. Kid, kid. What's going on, man? You know, when I was uh, listening to the last episode, I, I legit was like, Who, who's going to respond? Because I, I legit thought you were talking to other people. I was like, what is going on here? Take a minute to click you were talking to us. Yeah, man. Nah, I was, I was just flowing with it because that was a good point y'all made. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to flow. I'm going to go and be like, yeah, everybody, man. You know, y'all, y'all too. Gotcha, hey, man. Gotcha. Ryan's that dude that when he talks to himself, he stops and waits. You know, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, BP. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it! Yeah, there you go. It's all good, man. It's go. all good. I'm sure. I'm sure it wasn't too hard for you to figure it out, man. So it's all good. <laughs> oh no, uh, the secret's out. <laughs> and uh, player three is your boy Kid Dream. So we're gonna start off right again. Does anybody have any gaming moments of the week? Mm. Well, I kind of have one. Um, it's a bit of embarrassing tell you the truth but it's basically dealing with uh actually me and you kid and my son getting together for that tsushima legends doing a raid yeah yeah exactly it was gonna be mine too <laughs> it was okay well it kind of ties in i guess but yeah as he knows we got in there and just the three of us thinking oh you know even though it says four players you know let's see you know we we might be able to go ahead and break the system and make it work <laughs> and uh to our credit it worked out pretty well all the way up to yeah all the way up to the very end and then we realized that oh yeah they weren't playing when they said four people yeah and we won't get into spoilers but uh no that part you had to have a fourth person to complete to complete it there was from what we could tell uh no way around it so right but that was about the end of it though so we got all the way to the end pretty much (laughs) for chapter one at least yeah chapter one definitely yeah so So. that was that was interesting though i did like that Oh yeah, it was fun. It was still fun. Can't wait to see what else they uh, throw at us in chapter two and three, though. <laughs> yeah, it is very interesting. I mean, they did all that work, man, which was beautiful, by the way. Looked really good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, uh, Star Child, did you have anything? Uh, this has been a very slow week, so <laughs> nothing other nothing, than okay. me and Brian or BP, <laughs> since we want to. Use names. <laughs> Keep putting my identity out there, man. No, I'm kidding. Um, hey, Payback. It was, uh, yeah. No, definitely. no. That, I'm sorry, but it's fine, man. It, in Destiny Two, when basically you have three separate characters that you have to keep leveling them up because you know the light levels like what 1060, I think. Mm, around that. Yeah, around that. Jeez. So me being the lazy player, I only play with one character but you know to, to do nightfalls and to get more uh, drops you kind of want to upgrade all your characters so you can get more uh, opportunities to get more drops i have a character that's a very low light level and i i thought that i can bring that low <laughs> low light level character into a game with bp who has a high light level and hopefully just reap the awards that did mm-hmm. not happen in a nightfall last night at all uh, i could not have helped <laughs> 
there was nothing I could do. I was dying too much and it was all <laughs> on BP's shoulder to try to carry me through and it was just too much. And so with that being said, I've learned my lesson. I'm going to upgrade. I'm going to level up all my characters and not just depend on somebody just to carry me. So there you go. So, so long story short, ladies and gentlemen, I let uh, Star Child down. <laughs> no, you know man. what? That's a that's a a running joke. Somehow, like I, y'all think that I'm always trying to get y'all to do something great for me. No, no, no. I hey, man, felt I, I felt like I let you down. Hey man, I got the receipts, but that's cool. I understand. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But so it was fun. Quick. It was fun. So real quick, let me ask you guys, since you two still actively play Destiny, um, I, bet, I know when I used to play uh, mainly Destiny 1, and I think even in Destiny 2, is the strat still to have um, at least another of the same class as a character? So that way you can just transfer the gear to them so you could run the Nightfall, the Raid, you know, more times than once a week. That's still the same strat? Mm. With this one, because I know with the weapons, that those are transferable. Um your gear, though, however, is solely is strictly to each class now, you know, because I believe in what? the first way. No, I was just saying the strat was if you mm-hmm. played like I play Warlock. So I had sure. a second Warlock who was max level that I could just put on the same gear so I could run the Nightfall twice. Oh, you're saying with the same in, in the same class. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Class. Gotcha. Uh, you know, I don't know. I hadn't tested it that man, honestly. I've never gotcha. ever had multiple. I didn't think that was a thing. <laughs> character. Yeah, I did not think so either. If that's the case. Why do I have a hunter? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I remember uh, a lot back in Destiny One. Uh, me and the group of people I used to play with, we would have multiples. You know, sometimes three because I think the max was like three characters. Um, and we mm-hmm. would people would have if like I said if they played hunter, they would have two extra hunters. Um, so that way they could just run the nightfall or run the raid three times and just transfer the gear, you know, put it in the vault so you can just mm-hmm. take it out with the next character. I got this you. Is, this is so I mean, to me. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine it'll be too different with uh, Destiny 2. Um, gotcha. But I look at I look at that. I, you got me curious now. I never thought about that. Yeah, because I would drop my hunter in a second. And, um, <laughs> just, nice. Just yeah, so y'all, warlock, for man. those who don't know, Star Child really does not like hunters. I mean, in, it can't be stressed enough. Any type of game. I don't care what game it is. If it's a hunter, I'm not going to like it. Right. It makes no sense that a knife can do the same amount of damage as a laser. I'm just, it don't make sense to me. Hey, it's a special knife. Uh, there you it go. Do, it doesn't describe <laughs> it as one, but you know. <laughs> just says knife. <laughs> nice, nice. This is funny because the hunter's my go-to, but you yep. know, that's another story. I'm not going to go into our whole <laughs> little exchanges. <laughs> so moving on, um, we got a couple interesting topics to talk about today. Uh, we're going to start with Call of Duty and um, the recent reveal of the storage side. So uh, hmm. uh, spoiler alert, you're going to need to clear up some space pretty quick. Let's <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about about Nintendo and a little bit of Metroid Prime 4. Uh, then from there, we're going to talk about Halo and the uh, creative director and, you know, his decision. Then, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, talk about some delays uh, in the video game world. Some really sad news happened. And then finally, we're going to end it off with loot boxes and um, question we're going to kind of talk about a little bit. So we'll kind of leave it there for now until we get there. Mm-hmm. So to start, Call of Duty. You guys ready to clear up some space? 
<laughs> not really for Call of Duty, honestly, but <laughs> but knowing me, uh, I probably will probably fall back into it somehow. I'll end up getting it again. So I guess I'm no choice. <laughs> so to, to clarify what I mean, um, the other day they announced that on PC for max settings with ray tracing on, you know, everything maxed out. It was going to take up 250 gigabytes. And again, that's with all the different game modes installed at once. Mm. 250 gigabytes. Yeah, that's um, mind blowing. Now, as of a few hours ago, they did post a new statement where um, PC is now, I think, 125 gigabytes. So they mm -hmm. did bring it down, mm -hmm. but the PS5 is 133 gigabytes and mm. the Series X and S is 136 gigabytes still. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> 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 now, Imagine that. I, I did not look this up, but my question would be if the file size is bigger on the PlayStation 5, is it because it has more content? Do they have mm. some type of exclusive um, um, part of the game that's only on, on Sony's end? Well, it's funny because I did remember something, reading something briefly about a, I want to say a zombie mode or something that they're yeah. only getting exclusively. Yeah, that, like I that. mean, now it makes sense. So it's like we, we, we about to knock Sony for, I guess, having bad size management. I don't know, but it sounds like the game just may have some extra things in it for just mm -hmm. the PlayStation, which uh, just get yourself a dedicated hard drive for, for COD. You'd be all right. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because it makes sense now. Because I was trying to rack my brain about why would it be bigger than the PC one uh, version, but but anyway, I'm sorry, kid. What were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say uh, not to poke holes in that, but the Xbox version is technically the biggest one, being 136. True. So, True. Uh, uh, I just think uh. it's just the optimization they did, and, and maybe it was a little bit they couldn't squeeze things as as nicely out as they could like on the PC. So it just ended up taking a little bit more space on uh the consoles potentially interesting still that's a massive start because like you said i mean that's not even i mean that's just start to start with you know the yeah. the, the basic release you know updates like you said and the dlcs dlcs we yeah. talked about and Oof. that's that was my original argument was you know okay it's, it's huge now on day one which okay fine but the problem is is they're gonna update it and it's just gonna grow and grow and it's like mm -hmm. they gotta stop this man you gotta <laughs> <laughs> you gotta compress your files. You gotta bring this this size down. There's just no way. Right. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. Uh, just leaving no space or nothing else. I think that's just what they're trying the to say. The workaround is you have to get your own dedicated hard drive just for that game. That's the workaround. Yeah. But they're just yeah. like, look, we're we're gonna occupy all this space. See, <laughs> that's what's gonna be, I think, king for this generation is external storage like I, I says you know primarily that you know the super fast ssds for the both of the systems but mm -hmm. i think extra storage these companies i think they're going to see a huge influx in sales because mm -hmm. nobody's going to have space anymore <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah. see that coming up because everything as everything improves is going to take up more memory so oh boy yeah i'm not looking too forward to it too much i ain't gonna lie because you know uh series x you get to get you're getting a terabyte of storage. However, of course, you know with the OS and everything, you're only going to have about 800 gigabytes usable. And then with the PlayStation Five, you're getting uh, was it like 825 gigabytes? But then with the OS, you're only going to get. Um, and I don't think they've officially said how much, but 
I've been seeing stuff from about six to seven hundred gigabytes, somewhere in that range of usable storage. So mm -hmm, roughly. So, you know, let's just say seven and eight hundred gigabytes for both systems. This one hundred and thirty three day one, you know, game is going to eat up a lot of that storage, man. Mm -hmm. A lot yeah. of that storage. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the first game you buy day one. So As I said, again, man, trying to make that statement. <laughs> yeah, so so again, with everybody, you know, when when they buy their consoles, they think of two things to get. They get a extra controller and they get their headset. Now they need to mm -hmm. think about I need to get me a, another external hard drive because yeah, this is getting crazy and, and mm -hmm. it's not going to be just COD. I mean, who knows with the new consoles what type of games they're going to be making to push that hardware those games may might be huge they're going to be pushing 4k oh, yeah. graphics yeah. oh yeah 4k and, and ray tracing yeah and you're ray tracing, about some yeah. huge games this, this uh, the developers do not compress and optimize it and, and cut it down mm -hmm. it can get pretty big so it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see because like you just asked our child uh i'd rather get a, a bundle where instead of getting a second controller give me an ssd man like give me some <laughs> yeah. more storage yeah, open controller right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like you mean that storage, man. That's what we need. So yeah, it's it's interesting because I know they were talking a lot before about when this these consoles were you know being talked about in development and the potentials they had. And I know they were talking a lot about oh with the SSDs now we can just do so much more of the allocation. You know, bet a lot better of the allocation mm -hmm. with memory and all that. And and I remember talking to you even back then. I think around that time, kid, where you know. You know, you even you were like, yeah, I don't, I still don't think it's going to affect the, the file size, if I remember correctly. You know, yeah. I was kind of stuck on that, and I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was optimistic. I was like, well, no, man, maybe <laughs> they might, you know, find a way to, you know, you know, get the size down a little bit more. But you know, as we see now, <laughs> doesn't look like that's going to be the case. But I mean, they nah. can probably cut down a lot of the size if they just remove loot boxes. Just saying. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man, you think they would do that? Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> That was good. That was a good start. I like that. Hey, man. Maybe once in a while. Uh, every <laughs> once in a while. But, you know, I, it's just hopefully this won't be the new trend. You know, hopefully we can start seeing games start going back down again. But, but uh, this isn't a yeah. good sign, you know, for the next rough. It's a rough start. We'll see. We'll have to see. So, okay. Any more uh, thoughts? Um, I don't think that Tindall's having any problems with that. <laughs> Huh. Well, yeah. well, I know when I bought my Switch at day one, the original, you had to buy. Well, you probably didn't have to, but I one of the first things I bought was um, an extra SD card because that thing yeah. only came with like 64 gigs. But how much <laughs> yeah, did the SD card that. cost is my question. Uh, I think I got a pretty decent size one. So it was like 50, 60 bucks, mm -hmm. maybe. 40 bucks. Versus how much will be for these current external hard drives that they make? Well, SSD drives they are making for the new consoles. Mm. 200, 200 yeah. plus. Yeah. 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 So again, Nintendo doesn't have this problem right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny you speak of Nintendo. Uh, we, uh, courtesy to uh, Starchild, we uh, haven't been talking about Nintendo, so he wanted to shine a little light on Nintendo and we wanted to just kind of talk about um, Metroid Prime 4. Um, uh, I think it was 2019. Bandai Namco was working on it, however, for a few years. However, and like I said, in 2019, Nintendo uh, announced that they were restarting production 
with Metro Studios, the original creators of the Metroid Prime series. Um, and so now we, you know, who knows when the game's coming out because that was as of last year and with everything going on in the world. I'm sure that probably put a hiccup in the production. But yeah, you want to take it away, Star Child? <laughs> um, the only thing I wanted to discuss was the fact that um, Metroid was is not one of my favorite games from Nintendo, but mm-hmm. with uh, Retro Studios taking back their mantle and making this game for today's audience, I'm excited. So I just wanted okay. to throw this topic into our normal you know, <laughs> conversation because everybody's getting ex- excited for the new next-gen consoles, but I'm just excited for games in general. Mm-hmm. And this is a game that if they can get this done correctly, it might be bigger than most of the new console games that's going to be coming out because Metroid goes way back to a lot of our childhoods. And to see that redesign for today's graphics, man, it's, that would just be crazy. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. No, I, was, I wasn't going to really add much to it. I mean, I hadn't played a Metroid game since in the NES, admittedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I mean, I looked at the other ones, but they just never pulled me in. I think I just had too many not so fond memories of Metroid. Not to say it was bad. It's just I, I was not a fan of those games where, you know, it's like the corridors almost look exactly the same. So, you you know, you got really lost in trying to figure out, wait, was I here already? Or was this a new path? So I would get I was just like, you know, what, this is too much. But what I will say is that I, I'm excited for the fact that it could be good, really great. And, and, and it needs to be just because I feel like there's been a lot of loyal metroid fans mm. over the years that really didn't necessarily need to be <laughs> considering some of the releases that were really very underwhel- mean, they underwhelming didn't, they didn't ask for those other games that we may not speak about but you know <laughs> nintendo was just trying to push something to sell games at the time yeah they, they learned their lesson and they are putting in a lot of big names to mm-hmm. make this game possible because the yeah. dude from halo uh i can't even think of his name i gotta look it up but he was like one of the veteran Halo creators. He's also working on this game for Nintendo. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I mean they but they need it. I mean, I, I honestly this just for the fans' sake, I just really hope that they knock it out of the park, honestly. Because they deserve it. They really will, you know. I just feel like it would be great for them, you know. And think about it like this. Now Nintendo hasn't released that they were working with any type of VR type of system. But uh-huh. Metroid on a VR. Yo, I'm sorry. Mm. I would not even think about my PlayStation 5. I would just be messing <laughs> with my Switch and my VR set, whatever. If they use those cardboard boxes, I could put the Switch in it. I don't care. I want Metroid <laughs> on VR. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The excitement level went up even more. Okay. Oh, man. I, it, I, I just thought about that. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Let uh, me calm down. Yeah. <laughs> ah, man. It's all good. <laughs> what about you, kid? What do you feel? Well, for disclosure, I've actually never played a Metroid game before. Oh, wow. I know. I know. I'm terrible. Oh, man. That's <laughs> fine. I mean, generation. I get um, it. I, I, I have seen them, and they, I've heard, always heard good things about them. And so um, I'm definitely interested in this release when I saw it. Um, ever since I got my Switch, I've been interested in pretty much everything Nintendo's been putting out. And uh, most of it I do want to check out. This is definitely one of the ones I want to check out. Um <laughs> I just want to ask you guys, when do you think we'll see it? I mean, oh. restart of production last year, and with everything in the world going on this year, I mean, I, 
when do you guys think we'll see even a, a little bit of it? <laughs> well, good question. Yeah, I mean, before worrying about seeing that, you may want to buy yourself a used GameCube and just buy <laughs> the Metro trilogy and just play the Metroids for the GameCube. They those mm-hmm. games were amazing. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, it's going to be it's going to be twenty twenty one that that game is going to be um, re- released, and I think that's funny. Knowing yeah, knowing Nintendo, it's not mm-hmm. going to be around any holiday. It's going to be some very ink, like awkward month, like a like an April type thing, yeah. like, for no reason at all. In April, Metro Prime's coming out, and there we go. Yeah, I I, I said it was funny earlier because I I was just thinking that twenty twenty one would probably be a target date still. Um, I was thinking a little bit later, probably, but uh, yeah. I, and now, to your point, Star, about the you said the trilogy. Um, I think I was reading somewhere where people were saying, wouldn't it be a smart deal that up until it gets released for them to just redo it for wow. the Switch? I, and I was like, that might really be a good idea. That uh, would be that would be smart. That would yeah. be. But this would now I can't speak on this as if I did any research, but I don't think the Switch had any GameCube games available on it yet, has it? Uh, yeah, I was, has it? Has it? Uh, I was going to say uh, it, it is a smart strategy for Nintendo. However, they're weird, and, and they don't really do a lot of stuff like that. At least on the Switch, they haven't really done anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so as far as GameCube, I, I think uh, they just... Oh, no, I think Sunshine was 64, wasn't it? Mario Sunshine? That was... No, that was, no that's GameCube. I think so. Okay. Yeah, so then the, there we go. They may do this. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I know they took 64 from, you know, obviously 64. 64 yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mario 64. <laughs> and that was on the Switch, right? So. Yeah, it just, it just came out. And even then, they're doing it weird, you know, with the limited release. Yeah, this is really weird. Yeah. Yeah, so Super Mario Sunshine was on the Nintendo GameCube. So. GameCube, okay. So I, I I agree with y'all. I think that would be a very smart play for Nintendo to release um, a collection of the original games to get people, you know, hyped and, and to replay it. Uh, but like I said, that's just so weird. They don't do that often. And even though, like, people would buy it like hotcakes, they just yeah. they don't yeah. for whatever reason. They're still uh, working on their amusement park, so they're not thinking about that yet. <laughs> but I will say, though, I I, uh, I do think... 2021 is too early um, for release. I mean, maybe we might see something end of next year, but I think uh, I think um, 2021 as a release date to me just feels too early since they just restarted production last year. I mean, unless they, you know, just because it's, they've made it, they're just so used to it and they can just like knock it out real quick. Who knows? But mm-hmm. I think yeah. 2022, 2023 might see release. I think I that they started adding more people to the project because they are on like maybe they're halfway through or near the final stages. I mean, it's not okay. like they're just starting from scratch. They've been working on this for a full year. So th- I think that they are, they're almost done and they kind of need to get this thing washed out because they don't want the Switch to lose momentum. They have to have another big title and Metro Prime is as big as it gets when it comes to Nintendo. Well, can't forget about Mario now. <laughs> well, Mario is the biggest, but they only have Mario games. They have Odyssey, so you know they, they don't want to saturate the market with more Mario. They kind of, mm. you know, they gotta keep it going with some clean, newer, refreshing you know, options. So I guess real quick, do you guys think? Because I know one of our earlier podcasts we talked about uh, 
Nintendo's next move after the Switch? You know, is it a Switch 2? Is it a Switch Pro? Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Do you think uh, Prime 4 will be on the next generation Switch? Or do you think it'll be on both? What do, you, what do y'all think? Well, if it's going to keep the same moniker as Switch that the new console, that means the current Switch games could be compatible. So I'm guessing that they would release it with the current Switch, but it can be played on the newest Switch with, with upgraded graphics. Yeah. PP. Um, I think I'm going to go along with a star on that. I think so. I mean, I, I don't think I can say it any better than he did, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. If if I'm going based off what you guys said and it, you know, mm-hmm. it comes out next year, I could see them doing that because I don't think we'll get a Switch 2 sometime next year. Um, but... If if it is later in like 2022, 2023 time frame, I could see this being like a Switch 2 exclusive to push those switches, you know what I mean? As, hmm. To be the, the system seller. Kind of like Breath of the Wild was when that came out for the Switch. Good point. But hmm. see, wasn't at that time the Wii was able to still play GameCube games? So like Nintendo doesn't just cut off their their previous console games because they have mm-hmm. a new console. I mean, so I'm I'm thinking that it would be smart to still allow the game to be played on both the current Switch and whatever the next Switch would be, which I still think, I still think it's going to be using the same, uh, you know, the architecture of the Switch, but just with a more beefier, um, you know, processor in it and probably Mm -hmm. better material for the, for the actual console to make it, you know, more targeted for adults rather than kids. Got you. Okay. It's, it's, it's interesting to see. And, you know, hopefully we'll see something soon. Uh, yeah. Just... Nintendo's going to throw out one of their treehouse events out of nowhere. We, you know, we, we're going to see one soon. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'll hold you to that because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for some Nintendo stuff. However, we do have, uh, what is it, Edge of uh, the new Zelda game coming out um, next month. Uh, what was it, Hyrule? Um... Hyrule. Oh, Yikes! I should have been ready for this. Oh, Not Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> uh, was that, you said Hyrule Warriors? Is that what it is? Is it? I uh, thought I saw somewhere on there that said that, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, Hyrule yeah. Warriors: Age there of uh, uh, Yeah, Hyrule Warriors. Let's just go with that. Let's go with and, that. And look, if y'all want to laugh real quick, I knew about that title. I never thought it was a Zelda game. And I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> I never. It's like I didn't put two and two together. I was just like, "How rule war?" It sounds interesting. Oh, never heard yeah. that kind of property before. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> oh, Age of Calamity. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, there it is. is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't yeah. they have like di- like Dynasty Warriors? That was like the like with a game from the PlayStation time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still yeah. they're still going strong. And it's funny because when I heard How Rule Warriors, that's what I think that's where my mind was going. That oh, it's just another iteration of Warriors game. God, they got to get their money. Ugh, let's see how I this mean, goes. It plays <laughs> well. The the first Hyrule Warriors that was on, uh, I think it was on the the Wii U. I, yeah, think, I think so. That one played almost like Dynasty Warriors, where basically you just get a swarm of enemies just keep coming, and you just get these random power ups that you can use to clear. You know the enemies pretty fast. So it's, it's, yeah, might it be of De- Dynasty Warriors? Pretty much, just what it, just the same style of gameplay. Yeah, that's what it looked like. So, and the small correction actually comes out this month, November twentieth. I thought it was December, but no. Hmm. Oh, no, that's, wow. that's Nintendo for you. <laughs> might have to, might have to check that out. 
this month. Oh, yeah, I'm sure y'all definitely let me know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna bridge the storyline from um well uh, Breath of the Wild, so it's yeah. gonna be interesting. Yeah, it takes place a hundred years before mm-hmm. um, Breath of the Wild. See, the, the so. Nintendo still got Nintendo still has life left in it, so you know <laughs> this. Yeah, I'm they, just happy, man. I just I'm just happy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, yeah. you know, like I said, there's plenty of people definitely like getting into Nintendo. So, and uh, speaking of life, does uh, Halo still have a life? Because uh, I um, mean, the Halo is recently... a symbol of an angel, so maybe not. Uh, <laughs> Halo Infinite. Yeah, I mean, not so infinite now, but you know, I say, is it really infinite? <laughs> <laughs> They might have to change the title. <laughs> so, um, uh, the the we got news earlier that a the creative director has left the project, and this is now the second time this has happened. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and I guess real quick, I'll give my thoughts because you know I'm an Xbox kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um. I uh, it definitely sucks, you know that. This is going on, and it does kind of make me question what's going on behind the scenes. You know, why why are all these people leaving? And we mm-hmm. have uh, seen some speculation and rumors and, and everything, and from ex employees or current employees uh, on the condition and state of of three four three in the game itself, and it hasn't been too good, <laughs> right? Um, but I, I I'm glad Microsoft made the decision to delay the game and delay it. Um, they haven't even given a, a new release date, so which is mm-hmm. good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think they need to really kind of sit down and really figure out what's going on, and and really need to 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 get this right because I think they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they're setting this up to to be a next level in Halo, and this to be the next Halo game for years to come. Hence the name Infinite. Right. Um, but I, I think. As we've seen from other games, especially live service games, they gotta nail the launch. Mm, they yeah. got to. Yeah, it does make a, all the difference, absolutely. So now, here's the thing: Do we? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, go. No, no. You're fine. You go. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say: Do we want to give um, Microsoft a pat on the back for delaying the game? Because we think about it, they weren't planning on delaying the game until they got that feedback from everybody to say what the heck <laughs> is this true that's a good point so the like microsoft technically was willing to give us this game you know without any changes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah so i don't i don't know i can pat them on the back for, for i mean i guess we can pat them on the back for listening to the fans i guess right so it is curious uh, with him leaving and all, because, you know, there's so many different things we're hearing about it. You know, you know, we know about the backlash uh, from, you know, the uh, pretty mediocre or less than mediocre uh, reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, we move on to and I'm not sure which of these come first. I know about the director leaving, but then also I don't know if I heard about the news about how they were planning on changing the customization with problem pretty much like a la Destiny 2, where you have those mm-hmm. annoying shaders. And people, obviously, a lot of people weren't happy about that. So it kind of stands for me. Like, I'm really curious, as you said earlier about behind the scenes, a lot of things moving. Um, you know, what exactly is happening with it? You know, it's like here we have Microsoft doing all these 
like I was mentioning in other previous episodes, how they were doing pro-consumer stuff, you know, from the looks of it. And they're doing the xCloud. They're just doing all these amazing things. Mm-hmm. Of the Halo, they're pretty much one of their, well, probably not as much of their bread and butter now, but was their main staple. And now it's like a lot of craziness is going on with it. You know, like a lot yeah. of decisions may be made that just don't seem favorable. Um, so while, yeah, it's great. They're delaying the game. You know, what's the whole thing behind this is like, are they delaying it? Not just for those things, but to just kind of reevaluate what direction they're going with it or where they still plan on going that direction. They're just trying to wait for, you know, pe- the outrage and people feedback to die down a little bit to it. Then they can release what they had in- already intended on doing. I think that there's too many hands in the pot. I think that mm-hmm. There's too many ideas to try to improve the game that they can't okay. narrow. They can't narrow it down. They are too scared to narrow it down. It's like a music artist that released a CD and that CD was a big hit, and now they have right. to come out with a sequel CD. And you know, they they just they just scared. They don't know yeah. if the fans are going to receive it the same as they did with the first one. So there's too many hands in the pot, and there's too much hesitation to move forward with any one idea because they're just too worried about mm-hmm. messing this up and like kid said it's like you don't want to mess up on a on a, a service type game like this from from the from the launch you don't want to mess yeah. this up oh yeah. yeah yeah um and to pose that question to kind of feed off that i want to go to kid it's like do you think that they over promised on this like did they, they're over they just they over promise on the things that they were having you know you know plan for infinite you know just the hype that they generated do you think they kind of overreached on that mark um, I, I think, uh, they would like to do those things. I, I think, um, that to them, they were thinking we can do this, you know, uh, okay. they, they, pro- they probably thought it was reasonable. Um, mm-hmm. but I, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just, you know, and, and to touch on a point you mentioned earlier, BP, mm-hmm. Microsoft, they are, especially lately, they have been doing a lot of pro consumer things, you know, Game Pass, X Cloud, you know, smart delivery. They've been knocking it out the park. Sure. I will say, and this also made me a little worried and curious about the Bethesda acquisition, but mm-hmm. they still have some shady uh, dealings that they do primarily with the games that they do make themselves. Mm-hmm. Some of those games uh, have microtransactions in them, like we've seen with Gears, uh, the latest Gears that came out, I think Gears 5. Oh, okay. Transactions and everything. I didn't even know and, that. And um, yeah, and we're already hearing rumors of and, and talks of this game having microtransactions and pretty you know atrocious ones at that. And so right. I, I will say that they they do a lot of great things, but then they also drop the ball with their own stuff. And so um, it's really it's really interesting to see because it gets it's like you guys are almost there, and then you just drop the ball at the finish line. And it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. yeah, this is the same company that at one point in time was going to force people f- to have a always online service on their consoles in order to use them. <laughs> right. To a company that forced you to have to connect with your console, even if you don't want motion control. So it's like, yeah, man, I love my connect. Said <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's like you have to you have to imagine a company that has more the CEOs have a more say in how games are being developed versus the actual game developers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, can't argue on that. I wanted to pose a question to y'all about it. Mm-hmm. So, because you know we finally got a look at the game. 
and shortly after that and all the negative backlash and everything, it got delayed. Do you think, because uh, like you were kind of saying, I think BP, you were saying, you know, or maybe we'll start out about they were waiting. Um, it might not even delay the game and would have just given it to us the way it was. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think they purposely put that footage out and everything to, to, to gauge and see how people would react? And if maybe the Internet didn't blow up so bad on them, they would have released it as it is? No. Well, I mean, That's giving them too much credit. <laughs> there it is there no, it is I mean, they really Look. thought that this is going to be because they had the name halo attached to it they thought that we were just going to accept whatever they gave us with the halo banner but unfortunately when you want to push a next gen console your halo needs to look next gen i'm sorry that's just how it's supposed to be in this mm-hmm. game when they when they showed it and it, it, it was embarrassing because it didn't look better than the last gen halo game so it's like, okay, you add ray tracing, I guess, I don't know. You may have added some 4K aspects to some of your, um, your, 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 I don't know what you call the cinematic moments, mm-hmm. but the game looked so last gen or less than last gen that I, it just was embarrassing. Mm, Got gotcha. you. Yeah, I mean, well, you already know me and my theories of uh you know those gaming companies or more more to the more so the public publishers you know i don't put anything past those companies man like just given the types of shady things they do behind the scenes that nobody really knows or pays about attention to that much but um so yeah i, I you know i wouldn't put it past that they really kind of have this plan of doing that and gauging reactions to see what they can get away with because you know why why not other companies do it <laughs> i mean you know, they're probably taking tips. They're probably taking secret tips from EA and 2K as we speak. Who knows, man? Who knows? These companies. <laughs> hey, but, but kid, isn't isn't Halo 5 or Halo Infinite? I'm not sure what they're calling it. But isn't that, it? Game, <laughs> isn't that game supposed to also play on the original Xbox or the Xbox One? Like, they trying to make this thing playable on all their consoles? Yes, correct. Uh, well... Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-delay, yes. I know that was the statement, was that it can run on your Xbox One, Xbox One S, and, I'm sorry, Xbox One X, and then the Series X and Series S, it can be playable on all those platforms. So do you Mm -hmm. think that that could be what's holding the game's potential back, is they are trying to make this thing so compatible with so underpowered consoles that they have to kind of underpower it for the next gen? Absolutely. Absolutely. While it is a great pro-consumer move that they're saying, hey, guys, you don't have to upgrade to a new system day one. You can still play next-gen games on your current system. We have seen from both Sony and Microsoft that, yeah, they can be playable, but they're going to have to make sacrifices. And it's just like, eh, I'd rather just get the next-gen experience rather than have them try to cut back and and, and make it playable on current-gen. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just... Mm -hmm. It's like a gimmick. It's a gimmick to try to make that game run on those older on consoles. They should just leave those consoles, and you know where where it's at, and let it, it let it be, and just focus on giving us the best experience for the next gen. It is. I agree. I agree. I, yeah. I wish. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of on that defense too. I mean, yeah, like you said, it's it's cool and all. You're trying to look out for everybody and do the pro consumer thing, but you know, like you said, it's just good better to and i think a majority of people really kind of just anticipate that experience more on the next gen anyway you know so that's a good point that you brought this up star child uh Mm -hmm. 
because I don't know if they said anything yet, but do you guys think, because, uh, you know, now it's delayed. I, I don't even think, they didn't give a release date. I think they just said till next year. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> do you guys think that during that this delay period, they cut ties from um, the last gen, you know, so the Xbox One and One X, and focus primarily on the next gen consoles and make it playable just on those consoles? You think y'all do, they'll do that? If I was them, Ooh. I would. But Microsoft, them doing it themselves, it's all based on the market. If they actually put out some surveys and tested the market, they probably will follow whatever the market is saying. And I mm. think the market is saying, forget the old consoles, stick with the new one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it's gutsy, man. I, I'll be honest. I don't. I mean, in Star Talk could be completely 100% correct, but I, I still kind of feel like once they've made that declaration, they're probably going to go through with it, regardless of how disastrous it's going to be. <laughs> Or, it, or how disastrous it could be, I should say. I don't want to just yeah you know, declare it as already <laughs> disastrous, but um, but you know, I think just be by them feeling like, well, you know, we did kind of say that, and and we that's that was kind of the plan with a lot, a lot of different games that we had coming out. Um, and they even said, I think at this point in time that they were that that's what their plans was just to have it all universal for all consoles. Um, at the moment, but I think that's one of the things I heard. I thought I heard them stress that at the moment, that's what the plan was. So, you know, maybe then later on down the line, they may say, Oh, yeah, we just need to focus on the next gen stuff now. So, well, uh, I just 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 make it next gen exclusive, man. Just give us the, the flagship title and just make it next gen exclusive. Just and still add and, and it's not a bad split screen, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and honestly, it wouldn't be a bad thing to go that route because, again, you know, eventually you're going to have people get to the new console and then you, you're doing a good thing with the backwards compatibility anyway, you know, this that you can help. take the hmm? yeah, I was just say this could help sell the Series S, you know, hey, only yeah. on next gen consoles. Oh, guess what? We got a next gen system, $300, right? And again, um, people, bang, right? And and again, people will be, I think, it'll be really kind of cool with it, given that again, you can do the backwards compatibility because that would yeah. be people's hang up, like, oh, god, new system. And well, don't worry, you can pull all the old games and still do it. Still Unlike um, you know some other <laughs> companies, but you know we don't have to talk about that. And see, I, mm-hmm, I guess mm-hmm. it just depends on when it comes out. You know, if they if they target an early 2021, then yeah, I could see it, see it still be play. Uh, they still keep the Xbox One and One X version of the game. But I, I think if they delay it like pretty much an entire year to this time next year. Mm-hmm. I, I could see them trying to pull it off and just say, look, by now it's next gen exclusive. If you don't have an Xbox, now's the time to go get an Xbox, you know? So I, yeah. I guess it depends when they want to release it. Yeah. So, so balls in their part, though. We'll see. So I have a, uh, before we get off Halo, I have a little conspiracy slash ma- mainly fantasy I would like to see. Ooh, um, Star Child it, territory. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> And it kind of went along with um, talks that we heard a couple of weeks ago, maybe months ago now. But basically, uh, Microsoft was in talks to buy Bungie. Um, however, uh, Bungie, or I think the result from that was just Bungie wanted too much money or something like that. So obviously, mm. as of right now, they mm. haven't purchased it. But man, mm. oh man, I would just love, even if they just did a partnership for Microsoft to give Bungie um, the will again and just let them start over or you know take what they can and just make halo infinite and just make have bungie just do whatever just give them money give them time and just let them make another halo game yeah <sighs> so what's your conspiracy on it though is that the conspiracy part that halo is gonna go back to bungie 
Yeah, I guess it's more more of just a fantasy slash somewhat conspiracy that you know Microsoft gets it back to Bungie or See, they buy Bungie or something. I got I got I got to teach you how to do conspiracies. You, know? you got you got, you got, you got up it you got up it up a level a little bit. You got to be like maybe what they would do is they're gonna give Bungie Halo. And then uh -huh. what Bungie's going to do is they're going to turn around and make Destiny 3, which is de it's just technically Halo. And that's just going to be the thing now. Halo <laughs> is Destiny 3. See, Listen to the son. next that, level, man. Now that is a conspiracy. All right. Well, well, you know what? I think, Star, he, I think Kid was just being a little coy. So on the off chance he just ends up being right, then he can fall back on, hey, see that conspiracy I threw out there? <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Exactly. B -B yeah. <laughs> so, I saw, I, I spoke the game out. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, it's time to talk about some sad news. Hmm. And that is... The violins. <laughs> that is delays. And uh, even though we were only, I think, three weeks, like 20-something days away, Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed for the third time this year. Hmm. <sighs> however, <laughs> however, only 21 days. So as of right now, could get delayed again. <laughs> it's scheduled to come out December 10th. So again, just 21 days. So next month. I, th uh -huh. I think you should knock on wood. Just <laughs> no, no. Uh, let me do that real quick. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Hopefully uh, that worked. <laughs> um, but kind of what I wanted to talk about with this section was delays in general, because especially have we have we seen this year with uh, the virus going around. Mm -hmm. Almost honestly, almost every big game this year has been delayed, if not by a little, by a lot. Mm -hmm. um, you know, earlier this year, we had Final Fantasy VII remake get delayed. Mm -hmm. we, obviously, we've had the Cyberpunk delay. We've had Watch Dogs Legion. We've had um, The Last of Us Part Two, Ghost mm -hmm. of Tsushima, mm -hmm. like we just talked about, Halo Infinite. Um, actually, the other day, after the Cyberpunk news, Ubisoft announced that Far Cry 6 and uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine is being delayed as well. Mm. <laughs> it's just, this year has had so many delays. and I mean, there's just too many to count. Um, yeah. I'm just curious to see what you guys think would be a good strategy you know for delaying a game um like i was talking with bp the other day I, I think my ideal um strategy for a delay like especially with like cyberpunk that first delay honestly i i wish they would take kind of what microsoft did and just say look we're delaying it indefinitely we're going to work on it when we got stuff to show we'll show you and when we have a release date that we know we can stick to we'll give it to you and just work on the game instead of telling us a day mm -hmm. And then going back on it, you know. See, that's a cold and calculated decision from a CEO. And that's my yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think that, you know, Cyberpunk, they, they're not thinking on that level. They are really trying to give their fans some hope, you know. And the hope is this date, it should be available to you type thing. They don't want you to feel like you're being left behind. And we'll, we'll let you know something at some point when we have some answers. Like, that just feels like you slapping me in the face. So I like yeah. the way that cyber, I like the way Cyberpunk is doing it. Uh, they, if they can't meet their goal, they're gonna be upfront and honest and be like, "We're gonna have to delay that again." I mean, that's that I'm perfectly okay with that. If I feel that they are delaying the game because they're trying to work out any bugs or trying to, you know, finish mm -hmm. testing it, I, I'm okay with that. Don't rush a game. Never 
ever make a person rush your food or rush a game. Just don't do it. <laughs> That's good. That's nice, good. nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mean to start start child's point. Well, for me, like I know there's so many working parts to it, you know. Um, and you know, Star made some good points on that and everything about you know just giving the dates as hope. Um, you know, because I, I do feel like. Uh, while I can't see the point of just saying, hey, we're working on it, you, once we know or have more of a sure fire date, then we'll let you know. I, I, I do feel like that could come off as like an empty promise to many people. Um, and, you know, they wouldn't really appreciate it because most people are just used to that whole target date to, to you know, just be, you know, just so they can kind of make the plans and say, all right, cool, I'll take this time off or I can save my money up here and do this to, you know, have it to buy it, you know, stuff like that. So, um, I know that kind of plays into it. And then you then, like I said, you got the other ends, like like corporate world and investors, because, you know, investor shareholders, they want to know about that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. hey, what can we expect oh, yeah. to hit in, you know, this quarter to do well because of it, you know, like that kind of thing. So um, I know that plays a, a factor. So given that, I, I don't I, it would be really hard for them to really just flat out come out and say, hey, guys, just be patient. We'll let you know whenever, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be a little bit of a tough sale. And like Star said, I mean. Like I will say, I'm 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 gonna put it out there that I am for delays too. You know, like as long as it's for the benefit and good cause of the game, and you know, for it to be polished and everything like that. Uh, but I will call into question, you know, excessive delays. Yeah. You know, and what I mean by that is, okay, what's really going on? Because let's, if you're saying things that don't seem to be adding up to correlate with the delays and what why they're happening, especially if you're making kind of headlines of, okay, yeah, we're definitely not going to delay anymore because it's going to be, you know, is this going to be this time? We got everything straight. Everything looks good. And then I think they went gold, you know, with the uh, last month. Right. So when that kind of thing happens and then all of a sudden, oh, we got to do a delay again. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's the end of the world or anything like that. But on one side, I can see what people be upset about. And then on my side, I would question it more like, huh, well, why exactly you're saying this like oh we want to do a little more polished but you, you, it feels like you said that before so what is it like are you is there something else you're just not saying that you're not you're worried about like you know so that that's where i kind of would take a little issue is like all right you know starting to come become like duke nukem territory not that serious oh, not that bad oh, wow. it just it just it just put back shades of memory for me like just working at gamestop and thinking you know, just hearing people just coming in constantly. Oh, it's delayed again. Oh man, when? Like, when is it gonna happen? And then you have to keep saying, "Look, I don't know." Like, they, they keep saying it's gonna be this year or this time or this month, and they they keep pushing it back. I, I don't know. It'll be ready when it's ready. And then, <laughs> as we know, years later, <laughs> it just well, yeah. You know. to, to kind of go off what you said, BP. Um, well, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm definitely for delays too. Like, I'd rather get a complete and functional game than a rush buggy mess Mm -hmm. um but my problem with especially uh when they do set these release dates and say okay look it's coming out this day it's kind of like you said bp people schedule their life around that like Mm -hmm. me personally and a lot of other people i scheduled off um it was going to come out november 19th i scheduled the the 20th off which was a friday Mm -hmm. and now that you know hopefully i can get this new release date off but like for people who you know maybe had to schedule months in advance and especially as you get closer and closer to the christmas time they, they, you know they might not be able to get that time off and you know it's just a video game in the, the world but mm-hmm. you know still people and like you said they save they plan they they schedule their life around stuff like this and so when you say something and then they gotta take it back it's like 
people got to do these last minute adjustments and it sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially nowadays. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, but like I said, I, I understand both sides of the argument, you know, some that say, oh, it's no big deal. And others that, no, it is a big deal because I took off this time. I don't agree. I don't side with the people who go extreme, though, and want to send threats. Now, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Now, that is, come on now. That's hey. completely not called for. What you, but what are you doing with your life? Come on. <laughs> right. Hey. I mean, uh, man, hey, don't don't piss them off. I don't want any threats. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but I, mm-hmm. I would like to get the game before 2077, you know. That'd be nice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, I like that. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that old joke that people <laughs> are making all the time now. Uh, you'll get it in 2077. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm ex- I'm still excited for Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. There we go. That, that that game, for what I'm being told, is gonna allow you to do so much. That oh yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting what people may want to do in that game. Oh, yeah. we'll see, we'll see yeah. plenty of coverage on it. I'm sure. <laughs> as I've uh, as I told BP, it was funny. Um, uh, so I have a uh, Steam on my computer. Uh, there's an application that you can buy called uh, Wallpaper Engine, and basically people can make uh wallpapers and they can like animate it and then you can um link like youtube videos and stuff in it you could do a lot it's a great application mm-hmm. and uh i was on vacation uh right before it got delayed <laughs> and while i was uh just chilling i was like well, you know what let's let's get in the mood because cyberpunk comes out next month this is october so it would have been november I uh, downloaded a wallpaper that had a uh, live countdown till the game came out <laughs> Uh, wow. and I was so excited to show BP because you know he I don't shut up about the game and you know he knows <laughs> how excited I am. So I showed it to him and he was just you know telling me how crazy I am as usual. <laughs> That's and, putting it mildly, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and when I learned of the latest delay, I texted BP and told him. And one of the first things he said was, uh, "Did your countdown change?" <laughs> sure did. I was devastated, man. I. We we're so close, and then they were like, "Ha, delay." Yeah, and I mean, I honestly, I, I teased you about it, man, but I, I honestly did hate it for you because I know how much you, you know, it sucks. You look yeah. for so long, and you know, yeah. and mind you, yeah, it's a small weight, but still, it's just, you know, just throws you off a little. It adds up, man, because yeah. April sixteenth was a long time ago. There is oh, no yeah. release date. Oh yeah, I just yeah, so I, I definitely sympathize on you with you on that. Uh, so, um, but hopefully, uh, the game, they, they take their time and the game does come out great. I mean, um, just to kind of put some context out there, the reason they are, the, what people are speculating and kind of alluding to based off what they've, uh, CD Projekt Red have said is, um, the current generation. So like the Xbox one and PlayStation four, you know, baseline models, um, the game isn't necessarily performing all that great on those versions of the uh, consoles Mm -hmm. Um, because they said it runs great on PC and um, it's running great on next gen, but current gen is like, Oh, (laughs) yeah. I still call BS on that, but we talked about that (laughs) in another show. So yeah. (laughs) Go back to episode five to hear (laughs) my rant on that. Yeah. No, no, it's funny because uh, I, I kind of did. I'm not gonna lie, like full disclosure, I, I did kind of blow up at that idea. 
uh, as the kid knows. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, uh, great times. Um, I'm at, I have had time to settle down still from there, so it's not so bad. But I know part of the issue, one of my biggest things is just things have to be logic. Like it, it has to make logic sense to me. And when I hear those things in, in the way it's explained and I think about it, I'm like, wait, wouldn't you design it originally for the current gen? Like, so that's where it just kind of set me off, like out of nowhere. Uh, but, you know, just thinking about it, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm open to whatever, but I, I am very cautious about that, that, that reasoning, that explanation. Which, you know, but, you know like I said, they did say, um, in the latest post that mm-hmm. midway through development, they did just uh, think about switching it over to be a next gen exclusive. And personally, right. personally, I think they should have just done that. You just um, just flat out go to the next gen. Yeah. But see, I, here's the thing: Cyberpunk isn't like Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite is technically being made for multiple consoles. Right. Cyberpunk Wait. is being made for just two consoles: the current gen and the next gen. So NPC. it shouldn't be, it shouldn't NPC. be that complicated. NPC. So it shouldn't be that complicated. And I'm not a programmer, so I'm not trying to pretend to be. But <laughs> you only working with three different platforms. It well, hmm? technically, it's like nine when you include uh, all the different Xbox and PlayStation versions and everything. Dang like it! I, I just didn't. I forgot the Xbox wants all this stuff <laughs> to run. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, so. <laughs> Here's the thing. Xbox is screwing it up for everybody. That's yeah. what's going on. There it is. <laughs> the there it is. Oh, man. There it they is. are the delay. I got you. I hear you there, start. That's all it is right now. So we can move uh, on to the next topic. We figured this out. <laughs> I'm got you. I got you. Miss well, hopefully, uh, December 10th is it, and we'll be playing it uh, December 10th, but we'll see. And by we, he means him. But that's fine. We'll we'll look into it. <laughs> yeah, dang Skippy, I will be. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. <laughs> so, uh, last thing we kind of wanted to talk about was um, loot boxes. And basically, I thought about this the other day, and I want to pose a question to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Because as we've seen more and more recently, uh, uh, we've been calling, uh, calling in government our government has been kind of stepping in to try and regulate uh, the video game industry because, um, you know, basically it all really kicked off uh, with Star Wars Battlefront 2 and EA a couple years ago. And ever since then, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a, uh, the whole world actually has been, you know, regulating loot boxes and microtransactions and everything. And so we haven't the government hasn't come in just just yet and actually ha- taken control of over it and everything but mm-hmm. i wanted to pose the question to you guys and kind of you know poke your brain and, and see what do you guys think um if the government did regulate loot boxes and microtransactions in video games how do you think they would do it hmm. good question uh, i know that they're doing all the because i know a lot of the issue comes from the laws that aren't quite up to date you know yeah, what, yeah, how things are. Um, so I know that's one of the biggest hurdles to come across, even for like around the world. You know they've been kind of scrambling to, you know, because the the idea behind it is gambling, and that's what everybody's trying to stress that yeah, it's gambling, um, which has been an interesting thing that you know EA and those companies try to fight against. And well, we don't think it's gambling; it's not that. And it's and it's funny because they argue it in the sense of like is people are really trying to actively take it out when in reality it's more of a pressure to regulate it as gambling to say no this you can't say that this is for all ages for example when it has those gambling mechanics right 
Correct. So I know that's part of the big fight that's happening, um, you know, at least from the government side. Um, As far as how they would regulate it, uh, I think that's where they would just have to start, really, is just making sure the laws are updated to accurately reflect that. But the big fight comes from, you know, just getting to that point, because, you know, as you know, there's corruption and there's people who are paid uh, that are in those positions, unfortunately, that can just either look the other way or just pretend like, no, everything's okay. We don't need to get involved in that, you know. So I think that's part of the uh, hurdle they have to get across first before they can really look at, well, okay, how exactly do we do this? Do we just stick with, you know, coming up with another type of rating system, you know, or do we, you know, some kind of a deeper advisory, you know, for parents, Mm -mm. you know, like, what do we do? You know what I mean? So. No, that's, uh, I, I would say this. We should be mm-hmm. like Warren G and Nate Dogg. We should call regulate on all <laughs> those loot boxes. We don't okay. need it. We never ask for it. We don't want it. It's not a game mechanic. It's gambling. Mm-hmm. I can go right. to a casino if I want to gamble. I don't need <laughs> to be gambling in a game that is all about first-person shooting. It's, it mm-hmm. makes zero sense. So right. what they're trying to do with these loot boxes they're trying to tap into some of our repetitive natures. So it's like mm-hmm. we want to get some type of enjoyment from this loot box. So they create some type of, you know, programs that feeds off of that with us. And so they're right. training us to become gamblers to their game. And they know mm-hmm. they're doing this. They've been mm-hmm. doing studies. They know how our brain works and know what excites us. So mm-hmm. they're they are purposely doing this. And so because I know they are purposely doing this, the government needs to come in step in and stop it because it's not basically healthy for the actual consumer at all. Mm-hmm. It's like a doctor continuing to give a patient pain medicine instead of trying to verify if they're actually in pain or they're addicted to the actual medicine. Mm-hmm. We are going to be playing these games in the future because we're not enjoying the game. We are addicted. We are addicted to the game. And yeah. that's no longer, <laughs> yeah. a, that's no longer fun. So the government mm-hmm. needs to stick the step up and do what's right and not get paid by lobbyists to be able to turn <laughs> the other the, no, the other way. That just no, we can't. You got kids that should not be, you know, um part of this type of gaming system at the moment. It's, it's oh, dangerous, yeah. it's crazy, and it's lunacy yeah. that these companies are trying to push it the way they are pushing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. They are definitely siphoning and that's that's big problem, absolutely. The siphoning money from you know, like I said, kids and stuff like that who don't know better and Drain out their parents, you know. Oh, they know these kids know accounts. better. They know, they know how to use that credit card. <laughs> they oh know yeah, what they, I mean, they know what they're sure, doing. But yeah, but just the idea that they don't, you know, you don't really think too much about the real consequences behind oh, that, you know. Because yeah, yeah. you know, when you're a kid, oh, you got money, mom and dad. Money comes from trees, of course it does. Mm-hmm. You know, no. and, mm-hmm. and then the kid no. gets addicted. He's not going to look at his mom and dad no more. That mom and dad's hiding their wallets. They're going to start looking at other ways to get money to pay for that loot box. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like Very we don't know how behavior. far. Yeah, we don't know mm-hmm. how far this can go if we let let kids to grow up with these type of game mechanics. Yeah, I was going to say uh, with the kids, you know, you got to think about the the mental aspect of it, too, is, sure. you know, they get addicted, like you said, to this and, and they start to grow these bad habits of, of gambling and everything. And so, mm-hmm. sure, it might start with mom and dad money when they're 10 and 12. But, you know, mm-hmm. when they turn 16, 17, 18 and get their own money, you know, they could, you know, they could start just throwing it away down a drain, you know, on, on these loot boxes. Yeah, um, we don't even know how these loot boxes are doing their randomizing. Like we don't know how, if you're purchasing a loot box, so you try and get that very special item, 
we don't know the mechanics behind how that item actually does show up. Like how, yeah. like what's well, the percentage? Well, they like know most... we. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, um, I know, I think it was like last year mm-hmm. or something like that. I think, um, the three companies, so Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo, I think they, uh, I think it was supposed to be sometime this year or something like that. That they, if if your game has microtransactions on their systems, um, I think you have to disclose the, uh. The odds, you know, the nice. probabilities of everything like That's that. That's a good start. Um, I don't know if they've done it yet or not. I, I, I know it was like sometime down the road, but I don't, I don't ever remember hearing, you know, if it's taking effect yet or when it was supposed to. So I don't know if they've done it yet, but they're supposed to be doing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's some countries you have to do that. That's good. I mean, I, I didn't hear about that, but that's really good. Um, well, like, like Star said, it's a good start. Um, because you know, as we know, I'm because pr- I'm pretty sure we all realize that it's extremely low with the odds. Um, oh yeah, you know, got countless 0. stories. Zero zero one. Oh yeah, I mean, you have countless stories out there that, of people who have been fell victim to it. And I think just recently there was a, uh, I think Yongya did a uh, YouTuber did a video recently about uh, the latest two K antics, um, where apparently there was a, a James Harden release, so called release, in part of the car packs or the you know, the microtransaction part or whatever. Mm-hmm. And apparently the idea when they made it live was that, hey, James Harden's available to get him, you know, to, to get through this way. And I think for the first few minutes or for, I think, 23 minutes, something like that, uh, he actually wasn't even, like, included. So basically they announced it that, nice. yeah, you can get him, but he wasn't actually included in the back end for that first, like, few minutes. Wow. And nice. so... Yeah, and then and I think it was pointed out to by a Reddit user, um, I think that he featured in the video, um, just talking about that, saying that he that you know that's what they realized. So he was going around saying, Yeah, I mean, 2K was just scamming people out of their money just for that first few minutes, saying something was available, you know, he was available and he really wasn't. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> so See, yeah, this is no longer this is no longer up to just the government. You wouldn't have to kind of look at the consumer and be like, "Do you want this kind of abuse?" I mean, if you want this kind of abuse, mm-hmm. I, I I can't help you. Like the government shouldn't be that involved in our lives to make those type of decisions for us. But if we are not given the kickback, we are, we are not voicing our concerns. The government may not even even care like the u.s government other countries mm-hmm. may have different responses but yeah i don't know if you're even having the voice that we should have to even say i know that people don't like the loot boxes but yet the loot boxes are still getting a tons of money so so i don't know well you bring up something very very important that i don't think a lot of people talk about um you know because i know that ideally i think majority of people wouldn't really want to government they have to step in to regulate but they just feel like they've kind of had to voice out so long and be ignored for so long that they're like what other avenue do we have but i feel like the thing that we're not talking about is just how far do we do we trust the government in when it comes to regulations you know like do we just trust them to simply stick with the regulation of the loot boxes or you know are we worried that they may start to reach even more and start doing crazy things like in the past where they would just start outright trying to ban certain games you know oh these you know now we can revisit these topics of these games being too violent and that influence box okay yeah so that's why i get a little concerned about that i mean sure i want the regulation to happen to kind of benefit or to help these uh, not help but to make these companies really be more honest and 
uh, open about these and, you know, to not take advantage of people that way in a psychological sense. But at the same time, hey, once you get Uncle Sam in there, he may start really looking at a lot of other things that he feels that we can't do in the gaming world. So me so personally, I, um, I don't want the government to regulate uh, sure. the game industry. I'd rather they just keep them out of it. Because mm-hmm. uh, you got all those boomers in there. Oh, video games, they're bad. Yeah. I just know they're going to make crazy changes. And I just, I, I, I don't want that. I, mm-hmm. But the, the game industry does need some regulation. And, and the sad part is, the sad part is, is it, it has it. With yeah. Organizations like the ESRB. Yeah. But they're being paid off by publishers and they're yep. not mm-hmm. being able to do their job properly, you know? And, yeah. Um, kind of what I I wanted to bring up earlier when we were talking about kids is that, like, honestly, you know, when we talk about what could regulation mean uh, for the video game industry with loot boxes and everything, you know, just imagine if FIFA, you know, you know, a game with the ultimate team pack and, you know, all the loot boxes, um, I think it's rated probably E right now. Just imagine if the SRB actually stood up and was like, you know, this is gambling. This is made for adults. This is mm-hmm. an M game. You know, this is rated yeah. M. Right. Like, and sure, to be fair, how many parents really look at the ratings and everything? Not, not, not a lot. Not all of them. But some do. And some will look at that and say, wait, why is this rated M? Oh, this has gambling in it? No, I'm not letting my 12-year-old play that. That's, that's going to hurt them negatively, you know? Mm-hmm. And that yeah. that could be an effective way to, to kind of at least quickly stop loot boxes and stop these companies from doing this you know because ea isn't going to have their game be rated m because they could lose a lot of money on that correct yeah and it, it'll be a good start and maybe just a illusion of some type of um you know regulation because they probably would put the m stamp on that game but they still know that kids could still have access to it so yeah. it's like but at least they can give the illusion of doing something if they were to step up and they don't yeah. even care about the illusion part yeah well i think i think they you know the esrb thing mentioning that that definitely would need to be restructured completely um to where things can't be allowed like them being pandered to or lobbied to by those uh publishers and not to mention because one of the publishers if i'm not mistaken wasn't even a part of the board or something like that yeah something like that i can't remember i thought it was the take two ceo I, i might be getting that really wrong but i i thought I heard of some about he being on the board or he being the head of it or something. And so too obviously, close. huh? I was just saying it's, they're too close. <laughs> right. Yeah. And obviously that's like, why? Okay. So he's going to head that. I mean, that, that conflict, you know, but I guess based on how it's set up and everything, you know, that's not, people don't see it as a big deal. Um, but again, going back to my restriction, restructuring point, that's why I feel like that would have to happen. Like you have to establish some clear cut rules of how independent they are supposed to be with no kind of influence whatsoever or no kind of conflicts, no kind of just anything. Yeah. Um, that's associated with the game industry other than them just regulating it and looking into it via independent studies. Um, yeah, they need way more oversight. So that, yeah. that's absolutely. Yes. Yes. And, and oversight get, go back to the publishers. Cause you know, we, we don't need their hands in that stuff, type of thing. You know, I just, I, I just want loot boxes banned. You know, if you want to sell, you know, skins, if you want to sell, you know, this really cool vehicle, you know, if you want to sell extra stuff, fine. I, I'd rather not have that either. But right. 
just allow people to buy it. Don't shove it in a box with a dozen other things that nobody wants that you're going to have that be the 99% chance you get for right. that cool skin that they want. Be that 0.001% chance and charge $5 for every round to like every let people single buy it. click they have sure. to pay. Yeah. Sure. But like you, like, buy like you just said, like letting people buy it versus profit. Yeah, they, they rather you spend way more money until you think you might have a chance to get it versus buying it straight out. They they, right. they already in their brain calculated the losses on, in that, so they're not going to move forward to cutting their losses and profits. They they're not going to do it. So the government has to step in. Right. Yeah. It's a sad did. thing. It's a sad thing to think about, really. But you know, and that's where most people, I guess, realize that there's really not much of a choice. That they're really the only people in that type of position that can say that type of thing. Because just listen to consumers. I mean, come on. <laughs> no matter how many of us step forward and be like, "No, man, we don't want this." I mean, I mean, outside of us just completely not buying a product, <laughs> kind of world we'll be in then. But uh, you know, uh, well, well, you know, it was interesting because we we were getting there um, because. Like I said, back when EA and Battlefront 2 started, mm-hmm. a lot of people did voice their concerns. And that's when you did see a lot of U.S. Uh, legislators stepping up and actually fighting to do it. But one of the biggest problems is just one, you know, all the old heads, the boomers who are still in office, who don't care about it. And like, oh, video games, a lot of kids about that, you know, so they're not even paying attention to it. But or they're getting paid really that well. too. <laughs> uh, but it's it's also that that definition of of gambling. It needs sure. to be updated sure. to yeah. include loot boxes because mm-hmm. that is that is gambling. I don't know how you can look at that and say it's not gambling. Yet yeah, is. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, money does. Oh that. man, I cannot remember it right now. But it was the funniest thing. EA, I think, in one of their court cases, they oh. rebranded the word gambling for their loot sure. boxes. They called it something else. And it Surprise was mechanics. Surprise yeah. mechanics. Surprise there we go. mechanics. Yeah, this, is, this is how twisted and yes, dirty sir. these CEOs and lawyers are. And that's what I'm saying. We cannot trust these companies because <laughs> if you mechanics. would try to disguise gambling as surprise mechanics, mm-hmm. you, you, you're treating us like we were just imbeciles. You're well, just calling us idiots. Well, and that was, was so disappointing with that when they came up with the surprise mechanics because most people were looking at it like, really? That's that's the best you got? All this money, all these people <laughs> on your side, these think tanks you got and surprise mechanics. That's that's what you settled on. <laughs> and this and it's probably worked because as of right now, they're still not regulated. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it worked so much as they probably just didn't care. They were <laughs> people that were like kind of hold, trying to hold the uh, you know, so-called code them accountable. I and mean, they probably weren't really that invested. They mm-hmm. probably had other things on the agenda that, well, you know, we'll just put this out for the public and make them think that we're doing something. But correct. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> so some yeah. people, had, people had a good laugh after that surprise mechanic. I mean, that's still a meme to this day, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, you know, the sad part is it's probably going to take another big outrage like a Battlefront 2 before we really see any change because, Mm-hmm. I would say, for the most part, especially here in the U.S., talks of of of, of you know um, anything have died down. Yeah, and I think it just comes down to the the franchises too, you know, which is interesting when you think about it because Star Wars is a huge property, right? Huge. You know, I mean, you know, we can all agree on that, and it's just interesting. You go from that, but then you look at something like Madden. 
you know, and then it's like, but people still buy it up and they may, and they go over there and they're like, Oh, we can do this and that or FIFA actually even better example, FIFA where that's just even where that's egregious, where they just take egregious, egregious me- measures with the monetization in that game and people, you know, still buy it up. Still buying up. And, you, so. and it's interesting, right? Cause you look at the battlefront thing and you're thinking, okay, it's obviously a thing that we can stand, stand together as a community and make them do what we want them to do. But then when it comes to those, it's like, Hey, sports, man. Yep. <laughs> I mean, sure, it's the same thing, you know, 10 times over from last year's, but, you know, got to oh, get yeah. my sports on. It's like, oh, you got to get that updated roster. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Where's that? Where's that flame? Where's the flame that the Star Wars fans had, man? We need that in that world, too. You know, we need that to be applied all over because once they feel like they can get away with one of the franchises or, or a couple of them, I mean, it's not so bad then, you know? It's like, okay, we'll give them what they want about a front, but <laughs> FIFA, baby. Yeah, it's almost like. Out. We're living in a society today where everything's all about profits and capitalism. You know, it has its pros and cons. I'm not trying to go into that type of deep conversation. Oh, yes, that's deep. That's a deep one. (laughs) But at some point in time, you got to look at it. Is it hurting my image as a company if we keep trying to drain the pockets of our consumers? Mm -hmm. And as of right now, they're currently in a nice little middle ground where they're giving us a choice to want to spend the money. But Mm -hmm. at some point, because the kids are growing up into this type of system of gameplay, it won't be a choice for them when they become adults. Because again, it's going to be instilled in their their minds that gambling is the gameplay. And that's that's where it's no longer a little safe zone. So I'm worried about the next generation. Yeah, and these companies continue doing what they're doing because the pay the the pay the win type of mechanic, yeah, it's irritating. But fine. But what what these what are these kids gonna be like when they're my age playing games? Mm-hmm. That's All my right. concern. Strong statement. Yeah, pay pay to turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Yo, yeah. you jo- you made a joke, but who knows? No, who I'm serious. Knows? I mean, look, you had the moment with uh, what was it, Metal Gear Survive? We had oh, a safe I mean, come on. That's not that's, that's that, that when you said that it's not too far from reality, man. That could happen. Hmm. So you <laughs> I can imagine that turn the game on five dollars. Like, Press X, ten dollars. Yeah, that whew. oh you want to hear sound? Yeah, that'd be twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, man. That boy. Yeah. Oh, God help man. us. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I think that was a pretty good one, y'all. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, I distressed myself a little bit. I was about to more. say, I think we yeah. scared ourselves <laughs> enough on that one. <laughs> Ended kind of bleak, but you know, <laughs> uh, that's how we do things around here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to hit him with the uh, outro, sir? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we can do that, right? <laughs> You're just listening to empty space. But uh, no, just as usual, you know, you can hit us up. We, first of all, thank you for listening to everybody who's uh, tuning into us. But um, just for any feedback, just please hit us up at uh, G-M-R-C-R-E-D-I-T-S at gmail.com. And uh, just, you know, give us feedback, uh, you know, uh, some insights, whatever you have, and just let us know. And on our YouTube channel, you can post any comments there. Gamer credits. True, true, true. All right, everybody. Think think that's that, about it. Yeah, I'm ready to eat, man. I know it's late, but you know, you know, I'm a late eat over here. Oh lord. 
Yeah, I already checked out. But yeah, I, see. <laughs> I thought he was going already. Like, all right, time to go eat. I got nervous. I was like, oh, we already I'm like, man, gone. Yeah, I'm hungry, man. I don't know. Y'all take too much time. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. All right. Be easy, everybody. Uh, be, uh, be safe, everybody. Cool, Let's cool. get it.